This podcast is sponsored by Aurora Packaging Solutions, a global packaging solutions provider leading the transition to a more sustainably packaged future. They specialize in developing packaging and visual communication solutions that reduce the impact on the environment and bring sustainability goals to life. With a focus on partnership and service, they create a custom solution for your business. To learn more, please visit www.ororapackaging.com. Work on our intro. <laughs> hey guys, how's it going? It's Aveli Matos, Package Design Unbox Podcast, and Professor Packaging on TikTok. And what else? We got so much stuff, each of us. It's like insane. <laughs> oh, and then I also do the, the Friday packaging class here on LinkedIn. We've got Adam Peak, packaging master. That's right. That's right. How's it going, everyone? Host the People of Packaging podcast. I got a whole lot of fun starting to experiment more with some live interviews. So be sure that you are staying in touch with those. I got one uh, coming up on the annual uh, cannabis holiday on 420. So some industry folks have been kind enough to start early and we're going to do a sustainable packaging specific to cannabis roundtable conversation. So make sure you're connected up with me on LinkedIn. Yeah, I'm at Packaging Pastor on TikTok and all sorts of fun things in the works. So more, more to come. Yeah. And people, right. people of packaging podcast. Don't forget that, right? That's, that's right. That's right. I also work at Myers, Myers Printing, which is an awesome <laughs> company. I'm the senior vice president of sales at Myers. So if you need some labels or boxes or retail displays, hit me up. And I am Corey Connors, host of Sustainable Packaging Podcast with Corey Connors. And also I have a day job as well. Just like Adam, I work for Landsberg Aurora for this. This next month is my 20th anniversary. I can't believe it. I know. You started when you were five. That's right. <laughs> Most people don't start working when they're five, but my parents had a different work ethic for us. Listen, when, you, when you're raised on an Amish farm, Corey, that's what's going to happen. That's right. That's how yeah. I got the name Corrugated, working hard. That's right. That's right. And, that, and you're at Corrugated on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. What do you have now? You're like over 150 or something. like something No, 76,000 followers or as i like to say friends (laughs) yeah you're you're leading the charge on uh packaging tiktok we're trying we're trying dude we're trying to catch them it's not easy oh (laughs) yeah it is it's really difficult for anybody that's out there trying tiktok it is crazy so we've got a question here from estera how did the three of us meet well it was in preschool yeah yep No, I met Adam. So, all right. So good question, right? How did we even meet? So I met Adam on the People of Packaging podcast. Actually, I didn't meet you. I met Ted, who who was one of the the, the other hosts. Yeah, he helped, he helped me start it and co-found yeah. it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then you and I connected, which was, which was really cool. And then I think, were you on Corey as well? How did you and I connect? I don't even remember how we connected, Corey. I honestly don't remember. I remember uh, being very interested in both of your content because it was very rare that people were posting about packaging and sustainability and things that I was interested in. And it got to the point where Adam was driving me crazy because he posted so much that I actually right. un- unfollowed him briefly. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But then I realized, actually, he's doing this right. And I have the utmost respect for both of you guys and I'm honored to be able to call you friends. 
Likewise. I I do remember how we met. I do remember how we met Corey. I posted something on online about color and substrates. Oh yeah. And And I sent you a a color book. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, do do you have this book, this corrugated? I'm like, I've never seen it. And you're like, oh, let me send it to you. And you showed up in my mail like the next day. And it was like the coolest, just, it was the coolest thing. Just super authentic. It wasn't like a sales thing. It was, hey, I've got one. I'm going to send it to you. And I mean, since then it's been, yeah, the three of us have been, you know, pretty good friends here. Yep. Um, I say I spend more time with you guys than I do with any other <laughs> friends that I have. Me too. That is, that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you who don't understand what Avelio is talking about, color performs differently on different substrates. And what I sent Avelio was called the GCMI book, which is a corrugated book of colors on craft and number three white and number one white paper and how the inks look differently on the different substrates. So that's something very important if you're in the packaging industry to learn about quickly. Yeah. Agreed. Is yeah. it, is you, it safe you, to say, would the kids say that corrugated is a thirst trap for yes. ink or no, it's, that's not that's yes. a different word. That's what we call it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I used to say we, like corrugated is super thirsty for ink. And then I'm like, Oh, that's a different, that's a different thing today, I guess. No, we actually invented that uh, uh, phrase in the corrugated industry, and uh, hip hop took it over. So it's like, oh, that makes sense. They steal hip hop often. <laughs> steals cult- from- culture steals from the corrugated box industries. That's often. Exactly. Yeah, beatboxing. Hello. Yeah, <laughs> we're putting yeah. we're putting beats in boxes <laughs> way before the eighties. Okay, boombox. Come on, it's all there. Yeah. It's all in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to follow the line. You got to just connect the dots. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, we could stay on this for a while. We could. We could bore you, <laughs> Let's talk about some news. And Avelio is on a totally different time zone on a completely different continent on, on assignment. So what do you got going on, Avelio? Um, yeah. So I am calling in from from Jakarta, from actually from Surabaya in Indonesia. And I'm meeting here with the team at idpdirect.com, taking a look at some of the the production processes they have in place here and seeing how much from, which is really, you know, I guess seeing how much sustainability means to companies here in Indonesia. And, you know, here there's, you know, the beaches are, are covered in plastic because of where they're located. Everything kind of, you know, the guys kind of, kind of push everything into this direction and the chain of islands tends to trap all of that stuff. Mostly here, I'm going to try to connect. I've got a, a really good friend, Nina Van Tulon, who also focuses on sustainability. She's done some really great work here with the Indonesian government to push for new legislation. She's on a different, she's like two islands over. So try to connect with her and get like some firsthand experience on 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 just the, the cleaning efforts that they're doing here. But yeah, pretty amazing. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's nine, I don't even know what time it is. It's, it's 9.30 at night here. On Monday. All right. Wow. Hopefully you've been traveling. It, it, it only took thirty. Yeah, it only took thirty six hours to get here. So I was going to say not, you've been traveling for a deal. day and a half. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to that content. So you'll be posting like some videos and things like that. Hopefully on LinkedIn. That's the goal. That's the goal for sure. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So I was pretty stoked about that. So I'm in Indonesia. You're in Utah. Yep. And you're in Oregon. So anybody that's watching, where are you guys, where are you guys watching from? Because I think this is the first time that we're this far apart, the three of us. <laughs> yeah. And soon in May, we will all be in Las Vegas. In so Vegas. That'll be, uh, that'll be fun. Hugh calling in from, is it, it's Vermont, right, Hugh? I think. 
I'm guessing uh, that's where that's where you're at. Yeah. So everyone drop that in there. Corey, you had posted something on LinkedIn recently. It was an announcement from Nike. Speaking of uh, Indonesia, I think that I think Indonesia and <laughs> Vietnam is a place where they make a lot of their a lot of shoes. shoes. But Oregon is where they're based. True, true. So let's connect the dots. It's all and, connected. And and the three of us, between the three of us, I probably own the most pairs of Nikes. Right. So, uh, you know, that's, that's the Utah that's, connection. That's right. the Utah connection. Yeah, yeah, What's up, Doug? What's up, Doug? Oh, yeah. man, we got people coming in here. We got Doug, John, coming in from the basement. Hey, me too, John. Mom. I'm in my basement. That's fun. <laughs> John's in his mom's basement. And we got, oh, uh, got it. Esteban from Phoenix. What's up, Esteban? Avelio, you and you and Esteban need to connect up, by the way. He's a he's a really good he's a really good dude. He he and I work together at WS Packaging and he's right in your area. Oh, for sure. hundred percent I'm always looking for somebody to grab a cup of coffee with. Yeah, no doubt. Because besides coming all the way to Indonesia, I typically don't leave my house unless <laughs> it's for coffee. Or synchronized swimming events. AC. Where's a- AC? Air conditioning, I believe. I think it's probably <laughs> hot where Michael is. Hey, I see. Let's see. We've got, man, we got all sorts of people coming yeah. in. Amanda, Amanda's uh, just joined us here at Myers. She's coming in from Oklahoma. We were in wow. Minneapolis plant last week. But so, hey, what's up, Amanda? This this story about Nike, I thought was interesting because as someone who does, like I, I have had a period of my life where I like would buy and resell sneakers. And that was a thing. And like the box is like a, the packaging of the sneakers, a really valuable part of it. And so it's interesting that Nike is making a pivot to kind of the single single shipping shipping box and product box which makes a lot of sense from a from a from a sustainability perspective and nike certainly driving towards that it was funny because it was like oh this brand new innovation and i'm like i've got Saucony shoes that have done that i got a pair <laughs> of kizik's that have done the same thing so it's it's new to nike but it's not new to the sneaker industry to have this single box that you can ship yeah. it back in but i thought that was a really interesting article and and good for this behemoth to say you know what the resale market may take a slight dip, but that's okay. We mm-hmm. want to do it right by the planet and and use uh, use use less material. Yeah, but uh, you know, also, not every pair of Nikes has resale value. Correct. Right? right, and those are the ones that should be going. You know, they should be going in a single shoe box. Now, if it's like uh, a collector's limited edition, then you know, I, I don't see them moving to just no. a single they box right? because that box has that resale value it's part of it yeah and now some of that is going away with like StockX and goat and ebay are doing they're they're starting to do like authentication so you sell them through there you ship your shoes to a place and they authenticate them as authentic and so that box used to kind of function as a bit of an authentication thing maybe not as much anymore so it'll be it'll be interesting they played with it with like the space hippies uh where they only had the single box so I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting to watch, but I would say you know, good on Nike for for doing that. Yeah. When you get sorry, but when you get something from StockX, what do they ship it in? It comes in a it comes in a corrugated box, and then they have the 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 original box. So if you buy them, well, from StockX, you can only buy non. They're called dead stock shoes, so they couldn't have been worn. Goat, you can buy in eBay. You can buy used pairs of shoes. So that's where I get most of mine. Because I want to wear them. I don't really, I'm not interested anymore in like flipping them for profit. So I typically just wait and find some cool shoes that I like and wear them for six months and then sell them and then get another pair. Huh. Amazing. Yeah. I'm excited to see what the the number is, how much corrugated they will eliminate from, from 
needing, you know, that's, it's an incredible yeah. reduction in the amount of corrugated because this, the old school technique was you put it in a box and then you put that box in another box, oftentimes with dunnage inside the, the first box. So to me, that just doesn't make sense. Is anyone else thinking of the Emperor's New Groove? Remember that scene where she's like, I'll put that box in another box and that in another box and I'll ship it to myself and then I'll smash it with a hammer. Anyone? No? <laughs> nope. No. <laughs> okay. That's such a, it's such an underrated movie, guys. The Emperor's New Groove but, is one of my favorites of all time. Definitely definitely seeing, I mean, Nike's getting rid of a whole layer of corrugate, which is awesome. But then I'm yeah. also seeing a lot of brands moving into moving into corrugate. You know, Sonos was kind of like the first one. Sonos did the Rome. And that was like a rigid box, but it was assembled from like an e-flute corrugate with, you know, a, a specific colored outer sheet, mm-hmm. and it elevated the corrugated box right from just like a, a standard like RETTRELF type construction RSE into like something that was like now, oh, this is like I can actually have a beautiful box made out of corrugate. Yeah. Uh, but I'm seeing a lot more brands doing, you know, doing some of that stuff. And another great feature that's really important to mention is that this box is easy to return when the shoes aren't the right size or you don't like them. There is an adhesive strip on there that you can reuse the box for shipping back to wherever you got. So yep. to, to me, that's a huge advantage as well. Yeah, for sure. Do, do we know who's making that box? I don't. I didn't okay. see that. I think they typically are made over closer to the factory where the shoe they they come in. I think in the box. It, we're not like bulk shipping shoes and then hand packing right. them out here. Correct. Yeah, just wasn't sure if, if we knew who that was putting that together. Don't know. Hey, one other one other piece of news. Uh, hey, what's up, Kelly? Hey, Kelly, um, calling in from Winter Garden, Florida. I know we're running short on time, but if anyone's been following the paper mill strike in, oh, sorry. Hugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fruit. I did make a video on that. We're seeing a lot more fruit and paper-based packaging. So that's been that's been a, a good thing to see. And hopefully that'll continue. The Just an update. The mill strike in Finland on a paper liner for the label industry has been extended. And that is now looking like at least May 14th. And what that means for brands is it, the strike isn't ending we're running out, like literally running out of available paper liner and even some semi-gloss paper for your labels, which sucks. That's the vast majority of the label industry right now. <clears throat> so if you haven't already been talking to your label supplier to look at alternatives and qualify them and get sensors for your applicators and all, it's a big, big, giant mess. And then even when they come back, we're hearing 20 to 25% price increases immediately. Mm-hmm on that material. So just as, as a piece of news, right? Like make sure that you're out ahead of this because it's not getting better. There's no end in sight right now for the strike. And what's happening is it's not like we can't make liner here in the U S or make it in other places that it's the primary place and Europe is running out of it. And so there's just a global supply shortage. Yeah. Just on top of every other shortage we've had, but I mean, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting messages from, German packaging manufacturers asking if like, this is how, this is how bad it's gotten. You know, German packaging manufacturers are reaching out to me saying, Hey, do you know anybody that has this board, whether it's like an uncoated 350 or a coated 300? They're like, here's all the types of board that we're looking for. Do you know anybody that's got any overstock, whether it's like dead stock, whatever it is they have, 
will buy it. And I mean, it, it is, you know, it's, it's terrible uh, right now. And a lot of that is coming just from, uh, I mean, there's a lot of, of reasons, but you know, some of those being just the increase in power uh, and cost of power mm. where the factory it's cheaper for the factories, the manufacturers to stop production than it is for them to operate. Wow. Uh, which is then trickling down the rest of the way, right? Because now right. packaging manufacturers, label manufacturers, they can't, there's no supply and it's more expensive for them to run. So yeah, it's, it's a, it's a big mess at the moment. Cluster Amazing. mess. Is that? Phrase? Yeah, that <laughs> okay. would work. That's the PC sure. term. So, yeah. Yeah. So you're right. I mean, if you're, if you need to place orders on stuff, you should probably be on the phone today. Do you it know, now. Don't wait. The shortages aren't getting any better for any type of packaging. And you should be asking too, you know, are there price increases coming up and be prepared for that stuff? Cause that's, that's definitely going to impact uh, a lot of brands and a lot of even and a lot of manufacturers as well. Yeah, they're all going up. Just so you yeah. know, price. I, I mean, there's yeah. no way. There's no. They're just going up. So be prepared. Like, don't be shocked when someone's like, "Hey, here's your price increase." Yeah, yeah well, yeah. it's going to happen. I do want to end on a positive note. I had an awesome interview with Laura Bata today, or that posted today on my podcast. Her grandma started her packaging company in 1947 in their basement. And it's an amazing story of resilience uh, and a woman-owned company that has taken off in the sustainable packaging space. So check that out. Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors with Laura Bota. See, John, innovation can come from working in your basement. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, hey, let's do a quick plug before we go to, so Wednesday, I've got the uh, Cannabis Sustainable Packaging a uh, live event with a whole crew of people. So that's going to be awesome. So make sure we're connected up on LinkedIn if you want to know that. And then we who, also who do you have, have, who do you have coming on? on I've got uh, Mickey Wait. I've got Rick yeah. Fitzgerald. I've got Christine Barrington, Dustin Stearman. And I, group. I think I got, I think that's all of us. So if I'm missing someone, I apologize. I'm just going off the top of my head, but it's going to be, we're going to talk for about 30 to 40 minutes and just hear about what's going on in the sustainability world when it comes to packaging for mm-hmm. cannabis. So uh, make sure you jump on there. And then we also have our sustainable packaging networking audio room that Corey leads. And well, that's I guess we all kind of help lead it, but Corey's the primary driver. We all lead that. Yeah, we're all in this together. And that's at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Yours is 9 a.m., right, Adam? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 9 a.m. It's, it's right before. Yeah. So yeah, you got you to gotta run, uh, run that for 42 minutes <laughs> hey oh good job john he just made a package <laughs> thanks for being a good support <laughs> oh, that's awesome good stuff man yeah so good good times definitely get on the phone place or place in orders and check out the, the latest podcast from uh <laughs> from cory connor's uh, <laughs> I've got um, I've got episode I've got episode two of Michael Napoli from TerraCycle dropping this week. It's hard for me to tell you what day it is because I don't even know what date is here, but I think it'll be tomorrow in the US. And that that we get, you know, last week we got into chemical recycling and just kind of understanding what that was. This week we'll get into some of the other stuff that TerraCycle is doing and how it's going to affect your design um, coming up. So good stuff, guys. I'm excited Sweet. about those episodes. Nice job. Thanks. Cool deal. All right, guys. This will be the last packaging news week 
weekly that we do without an intro. We got a good intro coming up soon. We're pretty stoked about it. Oh, so. yeah. Let's do it. Stepping it up. That's right. We're going, Lasers. We're going pro. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you. Thanks so much for joining us. Any questions, throw them in the comments. We keep looking at this and we'll answer it throughout the rest of the day. Thank you all. Thanks, Michaela. All right, guys. See ya. This episode is sponsored by Specrite, the first purpose-built platform for specification management. So much has changed when it comes to packaging, and there's a new book to help you stay ahead of the curve. The Evolution of Products and Packaging, written by longtime packaging executive Mr. Matthew Wright, helps you unpack industry trends and explains how you can use data to drive packaging innovation and sustainability. Download your free copy today at specright.com backslash book. That's S-P-E-C-R-I-G-H-T dot com backslash book.